we've seen the handouts. You've seen the structure. Yeah. Do you think phrases like the black independent woman work in today's society with black people? Do you feel like we need to be, you know, considering a, a black independent woman in terms of the family structure? Because reason being, as we just stated right now, had we never have taken that accountability on obviously going for these council houses going for all these free stuff and whatnot and knowing that it's destroying our family later on i've always said to people that right like all these youths that are out here running around stabbing people selling drugs or whatever you got to start from how it all started and their mother may have just said right you know what not all cases not in all cases but in some cases you've got one mother that matter <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it. So you might have just... All just say it, right? just say what you're saying. And everyone knows you don't mean all. <laughs> no, 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 not everyone knows that. You four know that, but not everyone knows that. So brother, I need to be clear because nowadays right now, people are just so misconstrued with their nonsense. But it's just like, I need people to understand that raw, like I'm coming from a place of, of, of education. So when it comes to... There's one woman that might be like, right, you know what? I remember girls when I was in school, like, oh, I'm just going to get my council spot. Well, if I have a you, I have a you, innit? I don't really care, innit? You get me? And then you've got the other side now where you've got both parents that have come from back home, but they're so, con they're so focused on work, on church and whatnot. They feel like they're in a country that's just going to pick up the same cultural uh, 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 um, um, practices they had back when they were back home. Like my mum was saying, right, I'm gone. Or she could leave her door open and go work and then come home. No one's going to rob our house. No one's going to go in our house and take anything. Whereas with here, it's like they will leave their child with a child mandar, have their child in Saturday school, have their child in after school club, thinking that, raw, this is fine because we're in Britain, they're just going to teach them whatever, but not realising the system's raising your child. So now the child gets to 14 and you have no connection with them. They're consistently running away from home. And when it looks like in the black family, when you're saying, well, there's more single mother, parent, households, blah, blah, blah. Right now, in terms of reconstructing the black family, because that's what we're trying to do, do you lot think that it's worth, like, do you, do you lot think the black independent woman works? I know it probably may be like a rhetorical question, but then for some people in their head, the ideology, the ideology of a black independent woman is different to what they think it is. Do you see what I'm coming from? So, um, I'm the not... Black independent, the black independent woman... The black independent woman, it doesn't work. It, it doesn't, I mean, unless you have to do it, then it doesn't work. And the best thing to do is to have a partner to, to help you in certain situations. And it's obvious, you know, it's obvious that we need a black man and we need a black woman in a household with children. But... Um, think one of the things that happened to us as well even our parents um our parents were quick to kind of push us up whereas every parent they were actually my children out of my house into council i'm doing it i don't know if things like me i'm not sure but have to they only this house. that's what they have to have so get on us and but I'm not I'm not taking them out of my house. And to so and even when and I think yeah, our parents kind of felt ashamed of us to help us. So they wanted us to go out there and, and make you know but 
you don't push it that. Don't because it's a hard out. You have to your children have to be with they have to be fully equipped to deal with this world in your responsibility as a parent. So for me, I don't know. I feel like this generation changing because are people still really kicking out their children into this world? I don't know. <laughs> mm. yeah, I think I think um I think with that, yeah, nowadays I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't say a lot of parents are what I'm seeing now is there's a um there's this whole escapism thing. So what a lot of children are probably doing at 16 and 17. They're not dealing with the whole, I'm going to go get a job because getting a job right now, full-time job is a myth. So a lot of people are start trying to go to study abroad. So there was a big, massive influx of doing that or working abroad. In I think Vicky will probably um, um, uh, agree with me on this one. Back in uni times, like 2010, 2011, a lot of people are going to Dubai. A lot of people are going to Saudi and then places there to work there because they realise, rah, if I can work over there and not get taxed, two, they can sort yeah. up my accommodation. Even if I go over there for four years or three years or five years and I can save my money, when I come back to the UK, I can buy my house or start my own business and whatnot. And I know some guys that have come back and done that. I know some guys that have come back and, you know, they started uh, IT companies, they started businesses. Because when you're out, obviously, in Saudi and in places there, again, the whole dealing with the whole question of family and reconstructing the family, they don't have... At cool Dubai, maybe you look. I, mean, I know Karen's been in Dubai, so you might be able to elaborate more. But I know Dubai is more kind of touristy, and you've got certain places there. But um, Qatar, places like uh, Abu Dhabi, it's not a heavy entertainment culture like how we have over in the Western world. So, really, when you're there, you're kind of focused. Do you see what I'm coming from? You're kind of focused. You ain't really got a chance to kind of mess around. And the Arab come like the no nonsense people, anyways. So, you know, one's there. So, I feel like Back to the independent black woman thing. The reason why I'm bringing that up is because people like Oprah, you know, um, all these other... Polit- I know they're, they're trying to use this Kamala Harris woman now um, in America. Symbol of... Uh, listen, them people there don't even get me started on her because, again, years and years of this whole government handouts, sitting on the fence, um, you know, taking all these freebies has made women now look at men in the sense of like roll raw i don't really need you to survive not all women but obviously i don't really need you to survive in this type but, but of harris is married but Kala harris is married but anyway i know a lot of people onto her about some of her laws that she passed when she was governor about you know black men going to prison black men going to jail and whatnot and i'm finding that there's this hard attack on black men from these so-called women of power so oprah for example another one you're seeing her come out with, you know, the Russell Simmons documentary. She's getting hard on R. Kelly. She was getting hard on Michael Jackson. And the Michael Jackson one, for me personally, looking at it, it's like, you, you can tell these people just lying. You know, the ones they found, the man's been dead 10 years. And, you know, these youths have come out talking about whatever, blah, blah. Now, when I look back at their stories, you find there's a lot of trauma and there's a lot of uh, uh, psychological you know, yeah, psychological trauma and a lot of mad things has happened to them by black men in their past. Now, I'm not saying that that validates what they're doing, but what you're finding is that because certain people ain't healed from their past traumas now, you're now getting this whole 
new abscess of just, oh, well, I'm going to get mine. You know, what's that saying? Oh, you can't wait for a man to come and do it for you and whatever, and blah, blah, blah. You can't hope for, you know, um, um, there's no such thing as a happy... Uh, a ha- uh, what, what, was the, what was the term they used in one film? I think it was Selma, one of the movies that they used one, one coonish term. And I was just like, rah, like... But again, what you're seeing is, like we said before, back in the past, people didn't really learn from the mistakes. So anyway, I, I, I know Vicky looks like she's got a lot to say, and I want, I want her to... <laughs> you know what's there? No, I don't listen. To be honest, but I think like there's two perceptions you can have of independent. Like, what does independent mean in it? So, like, I feel like there's it can like anything. I think everything's got a good side and a bad side to it. Do you get what I mean? So, to me, somebody that's independent doesn't mean that it's somebody that's completely isolated and is by themselves. But I feel like. For me, it can still work in the black family. Yeah. Because the idea that I have of an independent woman is somebody who, for example, if my dad is not contributing to the household, my mum can still take care of everything and everybody in the household. It doesn't now mean she pushes him away and she gets rid of him. But if he loses his job, she can still take, do you know what I mean? She can still take care of everything and everyone, every bill, etc., and vice versa. So I don't see independent as being separate from their say everybody else because realistically people have family who support them people also have friends who provide support to them so for me i feel like it still can work and i think it's it's important yeah. in a sense because there's a lot of mm. was it one third you know statistics say different things on different things but um there is a higher rate of women black women being the sole breadwinners in their households now that does that doesn't mean they're single mothers, but it does mean that they're still independent. Do you get what I mean? They're still able to really take care of everything in the home, but then including is it, their partner. Just, just to, just to chime in, sorry to cut you, just to chime in on that, mm-hmm. because obviously that's cool, but is the mother teaching the daughter, look, when you get older, like, you know, you can still find, there's still hope for you to find a man that's going to provide. You don't have to do it my way. Because what I find in some mm. of the situations, the mother's not doing that. The mother's mm. saying to But that's, that's the belief that there's an option there. Because what I'm thinking about is there are situations where, like, I, to me, I've always seen partnership in my, like, in growing up, I always saw partnership. So it's like, if it's more, like, for example, you can't pick and choose when you're going to lose a job. If you work a job and you go to work, or even if you own a business, you can't pick your downtimes. You can try to predict them. You can try to feel like maybe I can see that this is coming, but you can't always tell. And in the essence of when things go wrong, like we were kind of talking about earlier about what do we think ruin the, the, the homes or families. It, like employment was a massive thing <laughs> because it was seen that men should be breadwinners. Men also have a higher rate of suicide though. Do you get what I mean? In terms of that pressure and them not being able to talk about their feelings and emotions. I don't want to die too much into that but that's a fact so I always grew up thinking I want to be able to bring enough to the table to also take care of my family not in a case where I, I feel like I have to but if I had to I could obviously I don't have kids right now so, so that's not a thing that I, I can't say my theories I haven't tested my theory in reality do you get what I mean but I can take care of myself no, I do pay for all my bills yeah. but you know it's just that thought of you know, sometimes 
it's things are out of your control things happen so does that then mean your family should go to shreds because mm. dad's not in work anymore mum's payment can't cover nothing in the house or can barely cover the rent i think maybe yeah? maybe women are trying to help the women are trying to help out as well instead of just not like leaving it all the birds of my mind that's how i feel yeah so I don't know. I mean, that's it because I mean, even for my own children, even for Jada, um, she's gonna be independent. But I still want her to find a nice, decent, independent young man. But she, she has other. I mean, fundamentally, they have their roles. She sees that in the household as well. Independent, still cook. I still, I still clean, still do things for my husband and because I've but he's a good man so that's the reason I do those things so then you know but um, so, so would you say because obviously that's like, like I, that, again that's the example I'm talking about because they're, they're seeing the role models in your household they're seeing well mum still does certain things that the media will deem as oh you know she's a housewife or whatever you're still having your woman role. So would you then say Jada then essentially is, will be an example of a strong black woman? Then she, Of course, she's, she's going to be a very strong black woman. <laughs> she already is. She already is. She already is. Jada, Jada's, I could, Jada's a strong black woman. She's not a... I mean, all the things that you see on social media about black girls, Jada ain't that. I'm telling you that now. Jada's not that. She's mm -hmm. 17 going on 18. I'm not trying to say I know everything about her life, but we have a very good relationship. And um, just the way how we kind of, we are, and I'm very open with her and things like that. And her dad's very open with her. We don't hide things from her. But she's, 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 independent. she's independent. And obviously she wants a nice, independent black man who they can build together. She doesn't want to be independent on her own. Who's independent on her own? Every woman wants a man. That's that's true. Uh, that a lot. Listen, I know girls are gonna lie and say, "Nah, nah." Every woman wants a man, just the same way every man wants a woman. Of course they do. Because who the hell wants to do all of that on their own? Uh, right. So, do you want me to respond? Yeah, no, go on. Yeah, stay, stay with me. Let me tell you something. Um, in regards to what you said, yes. I'll give the easy one first. I, I don't necessarily think women like Oprah and that necessarily say stuff about us because of their trauma. I'm not saying they don't have it. I'm just saying I don't think they do it because of their trauma. I think they got that trauma regardless. And if it weren't this in media, they'd do something else. The reason it comes across as how you defined it is because for many years, I'm just going to keep it real. And, and Vicky and Karen, do not take this the wrong way. I'm not talking about you. That's my, that's my definition of not all. But as far as media is concerned, black women have been talking out, they've been talking reckless out the mouth since I've been in primary school. The Ricky Lake show, the Oprah Winfrey show, all these shows talking all this stuff. And they've been used to it to the point where even when we're around our aunts and we hear them saying certain stuff about men, we just laugh about it because we're just used to it. We're used to it. That's why now... It's like back then, we're used to it because all them, all these women, they were put on that pedestal to make those complaints about men. 
And, you know, some men did do some fuck shit so they should get addressed. The problem was that them times there, black men didn't have the media on their side to give an appropriate response. You get what I'm trying to say? That's why now today with social media, we're getting a response and women deem it as, you're bashing. No, you're getting a response to all the crud that you were talking for the last 30 plus years. But because you're not used to it, you get on trying to say it comes across as that. It's like it's like there's a saying, it ain't no fun when the rabbit's got a gun. You get what I'm trying to say? Like when you're hunting the rabbit and the fox and that, it's cool, isn't it? But it's like when the fox starts responding now and it's like, right, the fox has got shotty as well, you feel a bit differently, isn't it? And that's that's what's happened. The balance of the discussion changed. So I don't necessarily think that Oprah and them people are saying like doing those things because of trauma or it's happening to us because of their trauma. It's just the balance was kind of skewed. The media was more on their side back then. I think, I think with Oprah and them people anyway, I think with them it's deliberate. Um, so I'm not even, I wasn't even trying to defend them at all. I was just trying to explain. No, no, I know you weren't defending them. I was saying, I'm saying that what they're doing, I don't necessarily think it's because of the trauma why they've done it. I, I kind of think that people like Oprah is just a go-to person that a lot of black men do complain about. Even down to people like Tyler Perry and all that. Like, even, I, I, I used to do it. You get me? I used to say, oh, these people look what they're saying about black men. But I actually deeped it. It's not even that. It's like, put it this way. If we had, say, if we had a revolt TV and we had, well, if Nick Cannon did own his thing, like, you know, his little pod. Like, imagine all these podcasts you see of all these black men talking today. If we had those as established media houses back then, would we take what the black women are saying about us that seriously or that offensive? Or would it be more like just normal dialogue or conversation? I would go with this the latter because it's just a normal conversation. You see what I'm trying to say? But we haven't been able to. And then don't forget them TV shows back in the day or them little talk shows, they're geared up to get ratings. So it's going to get people riled up and whatever else. Like them little Ricky Lake and Oprah Winfrey shows did not have a comment section. But now we do. So let a woman talk some rubbish now and someone will be like in, in the comment section, oh, in a minute, but ain't this you? And with screenshots, ain't this you at this club last, last week doing this? So it, it, it gets shut down quick. You get what I'm trying to say? So because of that, it's just more, it's more of a balanced conversation. Now, I think, yeah, go on, sorry, go on, finish. The next thing, in terms of that whole independent thing, let me say something, that independent thing don't mean nothing to me. Every woman's an independent woman until her washing machine broke. And then see how she's talking. To so I don't. I don't even care about. I used to. I used to kind of be on the bandwagon of. Oh, you shouldn't be calling yourself independent. No, go on. When when they say it now, I say, oh, that's cute. You know, wait until your head gasket goes in your car and see what I'm, and see what happens when you call me because I know how to fix that stuff and I know that tight jeans, skinny jean brother that you're you're dealing with, he can't do it. So that that's that stuff's for the birds. And um, as for the last thing, what Karen was saying in terms of like how we raise our kids and that. Um, if I had a daughter, I would also raise her to be independent, but not because of a whole woman empowerment thing or anything like that. Or I'd do it more because I've worked with enough kids in care now and seen certain things over the years. I've seen exactly the kind of son, the sons that a lot of these women are raising. And when I say women, I'm talking like the single parents because disproportionately there's a lot of them raising boys. I know the kind of boys they're raising. Yeah, you need to be raising your daughter to be independent because I'm telling you right now, these sons ain't going to be what you think they're going to be. They are exactly. not going to be. And the funny thing is, 
we like to say things like, oh, it's because the men ain't stepping up or it's because the women's doing this. Actually, when it, it's, I always laugh because a lot of, the, I always, I, I said to a woman once, I said, you know what? The 25-year-old you thinks I'm bashing, but the 45-year-old you wants me to mentor your son. That's the truth. You get me? That, so, so I don't even get caught up in all of that no more because when you've actually checked the timeline, I know women that's got kids that are two. I know women that's got kids that are 25. And the tune changes, especially as the kid gets older, especially if it's a boy. Trainers, Call of Duty and Battlefield come out the same week. You know what I mean? You're, you're like, you ain't, you ain't earning enough peas now. Your son's doing all kind of madness. He's not into football no more. You know what I mean? He's doing up road with his friends in Newham, doing all kind of madness. And now you're talking about mentor and all that. So to be quite honest, I don't want to get caught up in the whole thing of raising your daughter to be strong, but just loving your son. Because what nah. you're then doing, you're, well, you're the making... Thing, the thing is, on, an, on another note, I talk a lot about Jada because Jada's the oldest, but my son is the youngest and he's going to be 13 in October. And he's a very independent. He's very independent. He does everything that his sister does, his sisters do, including cooking, cleaning. They all have their rotors. He does all of that. But he's also looking in terms of having a family and um, he wants a business himself. And he's not just talking like, I want a business. He's actually had a business. He had a business when he was 11. And I mean, he actually had a business. I'm not saying I gave him a business. He used his pocket money. He bought cheese chicks from Jamaica and he, he, he had a business. So I think the point I was trying to make is that, yeah, there are a lot of young boys, because as Wayne was saying, being raised a certain way. But also I feel like, you know, young boys need to be raised to be independent as well. And yeah, well, to be honest, you're you're right there, Karen. But to be honest, this goes right back to what I said. Boys ain't being raised; they're just being loved. That's all they're being loved. Like there's 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 mums out there right now that's got sons that do music, and they're not even telling their son what PRS means. You see, what I'm trying to say they're not raising their sons; they're just loving their sons, keeping them safe. They don't want them to get stabbed and all that. Yeah, that's cool. You're loving them, but what you're also doing by by molly cuddling them, you don't even know it. You're suffocating them as well. Not you, Karen, but I'm just saying generally. So I don't know. I'm not saying you are because I don't actually mm -hmm. think you are. I'm just saying, generally speaking, there's a there's a general consensus of how we raise our sons and our and our daughters. And just like how I said, I would do the same thing with my daughter. But I'm doing that based upon how I'm blatantly seeing how people are raising their sons because the so mistake how that. Would you, so how would you raise your son? In this day and age, the same way I was raised, know how to fix things, but uh, uh, but even with that, know how to be applicable, like know how to use his hands. Um, anything that you consume, have some kind of interest in um, knowing how to what's the word, either make it, build it, repair it, own it, whatever, have some kind of stake in it. That's basically how I'd raise my son in terms of that. But in fact, that's what I do do. But at the same time, you can do these things don't mean they're necessarily going to reciprocate the same way because it depends what the other parents teaching. And on top of that, it depends on the influences from the peer group. The, the peer and group. You, and, and then do you see why it's very important for two people to raise children in a... I do. I do. Family? 
it's I do, I do. Broken family because the thing is, it I, broken families do attribute to a lot of the things that we're seeing today. Because mum don't like dad, so dad will say this, and mum will say, "No, you don't have to do that." Cause I don't like your dad anyway. So you know, I, it's like. So I feel like. I don't disagree. I don't disagree, but what I would say is, I've seen I've seen the same thing with like married families as well. It it really does come down to the child. Like I'm not saying obviously a married like parents being together is obviously going to be better, hands down. I'm never going to say a single parent household is better than a two parent household. That's that's asinine. What I would say though, take me for example. I had both my parents, both my parents, and. Even though I had both my parents, I found myself looking up to Tupac, and Tupac only had one of his parents. And one of my one of my friends just knows who this friend is, so I don't even need to mention his name. He said, "Wayne, back in the day, all these men were trying to be like us, but what you don't know, who's trying to be like you? You lot had both your parents. <laughs> we didn't. You see, what I'm trying to say. So even though you're raising your kids to be right, you don't know who your kids' peer group is. Your kids' peer group could be a group a group of idiots that." They did. They like. They ain't got no father in the household. Like they got bare different step brothers from different this person and X Y Z. So we 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 can only do the best we can with our children. But I'm telling you now, like the peer group outside of the household, their friends at school, the friends in the estate or the road, whatever, just their friends. That's always going to take control. So, but they're going to make mistakes. But the good thing is, if you do it the way you're doing it, like husband and all the rest of it, when they get into certain trouble. And then they, they get into certain jams and they're by themselves and they're adults. That's when they'll refer back to the teachings they had as they were growing up. That's where it comes in handy. No, you know what? It's, yeah, because, yeah, I was literally going to say that part at the end. Um, I'll I, I let Vicky chime in, then obviously we're going to just, because we've already moved into that alpha male section that I wanted to get into. And and you mentioned Tyler Perry, so I'm going to get back to that in a sec. But, um, okay. yeah, Vicky, say what you... So it's, you've got to chime in on, on what's Don't going hold on. back, Vicky. <laughs> no, one of the things that I was thinking was um, just touching on a few of the things you said, Joe, quite triggering to me. But just about, like, um, for example, the media and the fact that there weren't... They had, I, th- I think, back in the day, in terms of, like, Oprah, Ricky Lake, Trisha Goddard Show, etc., they had a lot of... <laughs> They had a lot of lost causes on their shows and they had a lot of <laughs> ignorant people coming on making ignorant statements. And I feel like they had that. They had ignorant black women going there and make statements, big, bold, ignorant statements. And they also had the same thing as black males also going on the show, also making ignorant statements. Because I remember there being pushes and about, you know, why black, why black men don't like black women. And that was a big thing around a certain time. So that was like pushed or the idea that when black men make it, they always dump, they always end up going for white women. Like those narratives are being pushed. But the main point that I wanted to make in saying that was these narratives are pushed by the media. We've got to understand who is controlling what message that they want to put out there. It's, it's not the reality because I grew up, my parents have been around for years. My dad is over 80. <laughs> so it's not, these shows were out then and that's not the reality of the household that I grew up in or the family that I saw around me, nor is it the reality of my cousins. So I feel like the media have a push and even down to like on social media. So I think just it's important to remember that when we're referring to these things, they are pushing their own type of narrative. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, and, and realistically, that's not the reality of, like, it's obviously a reality that's pushed out there. It's not to say it don't exist in no one's life, but just to yeah. remember that that narrative is, is not being pushed by, <laughs> by black people who are into, or, or like maybe into parent households or in one parent household, or just living their lives. Do you get what I mean? There's, there's ignorant people and then there's humble people. And I feel like the narratives that are pushed are pushed for certain reasons and they're encouraged and there's backings to it. So that's just one Brilliant. thing that I wanted to mention. Touching on what all three of you have said, of um, Wayne, you mentioned Tyler Perry. Vicky, you made a very, very good point about the narrative because I've always said to people that um, the media, like, is the, the media's like the, 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 the Valerian steel sword of white supremacy. That That's the sword that is going to cut so deep because people... Yes. You see I'm coming from? People will sit down there and see, raw. But you're like, I'll go to a white area and they'll be like, oh, yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on? I'm like, bro, not every single black person speaks like that. But because they see Top Way, <laughs> they're thinking, raw, like, you see I'm coming from? And I'm, I'm not even dissing Top Way because, again, you know, with the whole streets and that, I just feel like, raw, if we really want the streets to, and on one hand, if we really want the streets and that to change, we've got to change the environment. Change the environment, the music may change. The, 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 the content may change. You know, one's there, fam. But anyway, I'm going to come to you in a sec, Vicky. I feel like with the alpha male thing, Tyler Perry was one of the main pioneers of this stupid feminization, yeah, of man wearing dresses, man coming on stage, acting all, you know, like... And even then, they're interpreting the, the, the dysfunctional part of black women, like, you know, the... the the crazy um, babe mother or the crazy grandmother or the, sorry, the promiscuous grandmother or all these like, you know, no one's there fam. Like, and I feel like with the narrative, again, like you said, a lot of these rappers in these tight jeans and whatnot, have it, what, what can we do to bring the alpha male back? Because clearly you can see he's been missing. He's been missing. Like man can't even find right now when I chat to most guys, yeah, younger guys, and you just speak to them just about gym general things about gym and just about fitness and whatnot and it's like like for example one guy i was chatting to he was about 17 years old yeah and he's telling me about you know he's getting ready to go out to meet this girl at nando's and he's telling me oh yeah you know i've been chatting to this girl for a long time or whatever i said oh, okay cool so what do you talk about he's like oh yeah basically you know um, we talk about like everything like she likes football like i'm an arsenal supporter then i just said to him right like so when you when you phone her and that like you know what like what time do you, he goes, no, I don't phone her. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, everything's been on text. Yeah. And like, what happened to a man just confronting a woman and just chatting to her? And like, all right, cool. Even if he was on the phone thing, at some point you'll meet up. Like I remember chatting to a lady and then, to, you know, to girls and it'll be like, raw, like I'll be on the house phone. And obviously, you know, my mom will come in, cut the call, whatever. She feels like I'm running out the credit. I would always make, make sure I'm outside in, in, in the presence with a woman because I feel like then you connect better. Now what you're finding is that it come like the opposite. It come like man, if a woman don't text or call him, a man's like, oh, she don't phone me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm not going to talk to her again. It's like, rah, like, I, I feel like, and even with that as well, Piers Morgan made a point on one of these um, interviews or radio shows just about the whole um, first, second, third, fourth, fifth. It's like kids are now getting praise in school for becoming fifth and sixth. And don't get me wrong, yeah. I'm not saying failing is wrong. I always promote failing to an extent. Failing, obviously, if you're trying to achieve something. But if you come sixth in a race, yeah, and 
you're supposed to be in the top three and you're saying to the guys, oh, don't worry about it, it's fine, especially to men. Yeah, oh, don't worry about it, it's fine, you don't have to worry. He's going to keep that same energy with his kids. He's going to keep that same energy with his household, with his family, because in his head, he's going to think to himself, raw, like, why am I even, like, you know, it's okay for me to be this way. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that, that is exactly what I meant when I said people love their sons. It's okay, Eric. You came sixth place. Blood, you lost. Right. But, brothers, that's, that's, a, wait, 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 wait. that's another thing. I don't want to hear about this second and third place either. Second place is the first loser. But you see what? I'm not saying... You see what you're saying there is true. And this is the thing. I, I want people to understand this very clearly. I'm not saying that, Ra, you can't feel because, yes, you may come third all the time in the race, but then you realise, Ra, 100 metres ain't for me. Let me try the relay race or the 600 metres and I might come first in that. You see where I'm coming from? So I feel like... Um, I, I don't know. Vicky probably can chime in on this as well, yeah? I feel like with... Where is the alpha male in it and how can we bring him back? Because right now, there's a bunch of men out here, brothers in Chicago, in these, in you know, all these drill videos who go out there and won't hesitate to go and shoot another brother down. But police will come and choke slam their grandma. And the man ain't no chat. What do you think, Vicky? One of the things I want to just quickly say, just in regards to the whole um, narrative and social, etc., like in terms of social media, so I watched a documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. And what it talks about on there is the fact that how things are personalised to what you search. So it's like everyone believes what... They basically just keep feeding you what you believe. And they try to use every search and image you stay... They know how long you stay on the image on Instagram. That's how much research they do. They know what videos you watch till the end. Would you skip over? And it's to build up a better understanding of who you are as a person so they can better judge. It's like the whole artificial intelligence thing. So they can judge best how to basically feed you more stuff to keep you on your phone. So just what's in regards to what we were talking what's about. Name, what's the name of that documentary? So it's called The Social Dilemma. Oh, They're okay. talking about cookies, isn't it? cookies and all that. Yeah, and literally it's like one of the things that made sense to me is they were like, they're going to show you everyone who shares the same opinion as you. So who, these people who have ignorant opinions, they just keep getting fed more and more ignorant opinions and views or videos of black people in a negative way because yeah. that's one of the things that you touch on in terms of people who are like far right or whatever. So yeah, that's just one is thing. Like the, is, is, that, is, it, is, that, is that like the algorithms then, basically? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it, it was, these are people that worked for these like Google, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and they're, they're telling you it's down to they. They basically say like these companies know way more about you than you think, and more about you than you know, because these are things you're well, doing without mm -hmm. thinking. In terms of, I might stay on. They look at how many seconds you stay on a post on a picture. That's and deep. then they they formulate your adverts around that. What do you that respond to? What very do you not very deep. I'm, I'm Honestly, and they so, just so they they just initiate. So then they just feed you more of what it is that you want. Yeah. So and for people who don't, for example, who aren't exposed to black people or don't really have many females that are like, let's say, black female friends or black male friends who or who don't have exposure in large numbers, they're gonna believe and buy into a lot of this stuff they see because that's all they're gonna keep getting fed, especially if they're watching it or paying attention to it. Whereas in the opposite way is if you're not feeding into that stuff and you know it's not the truth and you're looking for posts that are more truthful, they'll feed you more of that, it's fine. They don't have an issue with what you believe, but they just want you to... 
basically kind of stay on to it because they make more money. <laughs> you know, the more you, you go onto your account, the more you look into it, the more money you make. But definitely watch it. It's interesting. Um, in regards to the... <laughs> in regards to the um, the alpha male in terms of where he's gone, I, I feel like you know when you just feel like I feel like <laughs> they still exist out there, but at the same time as I'm saying that, I feel like again the attention's just been taken and it's been put into other things because nowadays the way the alpha male's perceived is to somebody who's got loads of money. So a lot of men put their value in their finances or they put it in what car they drive or what clothes they're so wearing, true. and so it's just being. It's just been influenced and kind of morphed into this different thing. Like, this is what the alpha male looks like. You know, someone that's getting a lot of girls, that's sleeping around with a lot of girls, has a lot of girls chasing him, but he gives himself to none. Reality is, is you're going to get old one day and that's going to that's, that's gonna get boring. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? But it's like where that's the narrative that's being driven in terms of how this alpha male nowadays, this, this modern alpha male should act and how he should behave. Obviously, it's harmful to society. So I don't think that they don't exist. I just think... The, the image of what that alpha male looks like has changed. Yeah, I think I think um, yeah, you know, it's it's true because when you actually look at the amount of things that we pay attention to now, you know, the algorithm thing. Yeah, I'm not even going to digress, but um, what you're saying was 100% true in terms of um, what they're doing because I saw that with the other another documentary on Netflix. Netflix is. You know, Netflix is has exposed my mind to a different so side. True. Netflix uses algorithm. It does because yeah, if you got another person's account, you'll see complete, you'll see everything they watch. <laughs> listen, I know. Uh, listen, Netflix is actually the one because I'm just you know because I'm just a documentary. That's it. So just recommend every single documentary to me. And if you really go down that route of all of those kind of things, you you know, you do you do learn a lot. It's and you know what, it's mad, yeah, because I don't know who's in their office, but I know them documentaries that are they got some peak documentaries on there, but yeah, it's mad because they did that whole algorithm thing with um uh what's that documentary? The um the one where they're talking about Brexit, how they inf infiltrated the Brexit campaign and the Trump campaign as well. Um, I'm going to find that one as well anyway. But it was about... But how do, the thing is, Jesse, you, how, how do you think that um, we raise um, alpha males? That's, like, literally... Well, see, the thing is this, yeah. One thing we have to start doing is going outside more. Um, and we need to be outside more of our son. So, for example, with me, I take my son outside. I mean, if he's not in nursery, throughout the whole lockdown, I've taken him outside every single day. I didn't care. Sue me, talk about the rule of six. I don't care. Snitch on me. I don't care. I, I don't care. Yeah, you know what I was there? Like, I took my son out. No way I'm going to keep a flipping two-year-old inside the house and telling him that, oh, there's a virus outside that no one can see and, you know, it's killing a lot. Anyway, I took him outside. And I just showed him the world in it for what it was. Obviously, yeah, a two-year-old is only so much of a conversation you can have before he runs and chases a pigeon or whatever, yeah? But what I'm trying to explain to people is Dude, that... Dude, ain't he free now? Yeah, he's going to be free next week, yeah. Yeah. He'll be free. But obviously, at the time, I mean, I'm, talking, I'm talking about lockdown times, isn't it? So, when you're outside with young boys, I realise that there is a natural... Um, uh, um, 
there's a natural way they deal with the environment different to girls like when i'm when i'm when i'm around females and outside females are kind of not in a funny way not all females but they're kind of in their own world you know they kind of caught up with what they're doing and whatnot whereas if men take a young boy for example his little sister he may walk on a roadside where he make his little sister walk more closer to the curbside on the pavement because for him it's like raw just in case a car comes or anyone you know one's there he may walk into a crowd and may taste little sister to hold his hand. Some boys naturally do that. And I've noticed that with, even with my son, with Arcaden, yeah? It's like, you know, it, there, there's the, you know, he, he will like, oh, like, he'll be like, oh, that's a nice car. Or he will see certain things. And I feel like if you just have those points or those times in, in those, those, time, those times of your children, with your son especially, you get to teach them a lot of things. Because outside you see a lot of things. You see a lot of things going on. What's happening now is that the kids are inside, especially the boys, on the Xbox, on the, on the online thing, on the PlayStation 5. A lot of boys are not even working out. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I swear to you, no cap, in primary school, I could backflip. No, listen, listen, hear what I'm saying to you, yeah? I could backflip, I could cartwheel, I could do anything you're seeing Power Rangers doing at the time, I could do when I was a kid, I swear to you. It's not even a joke. Now... Like, I'm not even seeing kids on bikes. Like, I'm seeing teenagers, even young kids. Like, normally you see young kids on bikes with stabilizers. I don't even really see that. Like, I'm seeing young kids at the age of five, they're in a buggy. What are you doing inside the buggy at the age of five or four? Like, the big kid, like, the buggy's all like, the buggy looks like it's got, you know, like, and they raised their daughters. Told you, fam, that's what it is. They love their sons. They raise their daughters. They don't want their sons to fall over and get a cut on their arm and them thing there. Oh, he's going to cut himself. Man, them will just get cut and then get up and start running. But you see, get this me. is the thing. This, and this is exactly, exactly that. And what I'm saying is this, yeah? How we raise alpha males, yeah? Is you got to really teach them identity from a very early age, yeah? So even now when I'm potty training my son, I'm showing him etiquette with certain things when he's obviously doing what he's doing, isn't it? But also at the same time, you know, um, when it gets to the stage of them liking girls, you've got to show them, like, bro, like, this is how you approach a woman. This is how you chat to a woman. You also got to let them understand that competition is very good. So you see when you've got men that can compete, like my nephew does BMX racing here. And since he's done that, you can see in his mindset, there's an aspect of winning. You saw I'm coming from. So it could just be like, rah, dad, I'm going to race you to the bus stop. He's like, I can beat you, Dad's like, no, you're not going to beat me. Like, come, let's go. That sort of stuff there stays inside their cerebral cortex, goes around in their head. So when it comes to a challenge now in life, when it comes to a situation where they need to man up, they revert back to that time or they revert back to that. You see where I'm coming from? So we need to teach our but, children. But, Jesse, I think what I... I'm not cutting on what you're saying because what you're saying is... But my thing is this. Young boys need positive black men who are alpha males around them that's what they need and um like doing decent things so for instance kimari's got his uncles we do like this whole six thing that like all my brothers coming down on sunday and i'm cooking so i'm constantly surrounded by my family and my cousins and my so Kimari gets to see what men are like and he knows that Uncle Chris is like, he knows because my family are not, they're not roadman. So I feel like he needs 
positive black men like yourself and Wayne around young boys so that young they can see positive black men and understand what what it is that they need to do you see what it is what you're saying there is true and you made a good point about especially the roadman type um, roadman thing as well yeah because again um not to digress too much but when they can see more men around them they tend to want to be like them so back in the days we had brownies yeah we had scouts we had martial arts if you when you had a male instructor teaching you how to fight and defend yourself it built a lot of self-esteem inside you as a man do you see where i'm coming from so now the reason why i'm saying I'm talk, I, want, I want to talk about the roadmen situation. The reason why I'm saying they shouldn't be around a lot of roadmen is because there's a lot of roadmen that are cowards. I swear to you, on the road, I'm not a roadman myself, I've never been, but I've been around plenty of them. And I can tell you that out of the roadmen that you're seeing, and take away the one you're seeing in the music video, out of literally 2,000, yeah, only seven are really about what you're thinking. And then when I mean about what it is, they will do what they're doing in the world, but they always take care of their family. And even if their family was their estate or their block or whatnot, they also make sure everybody was fed. That's their mother. That's their... I was even watching the CBiz documentary, yeah? On yeah. Link Up. Um, and CBiz was, had a bedroom in there called Justo. And Justo... I, I think it was Justo and CBiz were talking about some other guy as well, some top guy that was there. And they were saying, well, like back in the days in the estate, he said, fam, we used to see bare things happening. There was one black woman that was getting evicted one time. And this roadman came up to her, saw the people outside there struggling with her and whatnot. And he said, well, what's the problem? She's like, oh, you know, they're trying to evict me, whatever. He just gave them a thousand pounds and said, look, man, that, that, that's her rent paid. That's her, you know, whatever. You saw I'm coming from. Now, yeah, he's on the road doing what he's thinking, but that's a real man at the same time because he's taken himself into a foreign situation because the person that's, you know, having issues on his actual block and he's taking care of his block. What you're seeing nowadays with this whole roadman image is that, a lot of people are faking the thing because that's what's marketable. Again, back to the narrative. Yeah, the thousand pounds is going in the Montclair. Right, exactly. The thousand pounds going in the Montclair jacket, which is probably going to get torn up when he gets into a fight with his ops and he end up stabbing him and cutting him up. You see I'm coming from? So get your kids, your son, your children away from Roadman. But yes, like you said, me, Wayne, you know, ATM, a lot of other my brothers and, and, and family, I've, I've actually said to myself, once a month now, I'm going to come together, have a play date with the youths, but also bring the boys into that environment because I feel like what happens is that when they go to school, when they go to all these other places, wherever, wherever they are in the world, there's always going to be a reference to what a man should be. Like I follow people like 19 Keys on Instagram. Perfect. Uh, I wouldn't say perfect like in terms of that, but you know the best guy for the whole alpha male role model, people like Red Pill, you know, people like... Um, the uh, hip hop, the what's it, the hip hop motivator, that guy, Eric, one that's the one that's really always motivating these kids in their school. What's his name again, Wayne? Eric something. I can't remember his name again. Um, I can't remember, but I know you mean the one that talks to Dame Dash. Like Derek, the, um, Derek Grace too. Nipsey Hussle was a. It's sad that my man's passed, but Nipsey Hussle was a very good role model of an alpha male because he's come from 